You have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You gotta touch, you have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You gotta be possessed with the dream. What's up and welcome to Straight From The Chest Podcast. My name is Justin Groth and I'm your host on this personal development self-improvement podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're new, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're tuning back in for a second time or anything after that, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for giving me your listening ear to all of you. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the podcast and the growth of the podcast. Thank you. And please, I'm asked two things. Please share this podcast on your social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, what have you, and and please share this podcast with somebody who you believe would value from it. That's first. Second, and probably arguably one of the most important, is to subscribe to the podcast. It helps the podcast gain traction amongst all the other podcasts on the algorithm or in the database rather, and it helps out the podcast extremely. So please do that one little thing. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, anywhere listen to the podcasts. Please subscribe to us on there. Thank you, thank you in advance. So listen, what I've come to learn is that, and this has been through my years of living, I'm 38, by the way, for context, What I've learned is that silence is more often than not better. And this is coming from somebody who likes to argue. I actually love to debate and argue people. But more often than not, it doesn't lend its hand in favor. Not only in that particular time, but for future. It doesn't lend its hand for favor in that regard. And More often than not. Now, not every time, but more often than not, it doesn't. Now, look, the reason why I say that silence is oftentimes the better approach is because in my life, I've had a lot of people that when I say a lot, I mean, for me, it's a lot. But then again, I mean, I could be, I could be a little emotional about this and say it's a lot when it's really only been like three or four. But the point is, I remember these times that people have been a little disruptive to what I'm after, what I believe in, my ideas, etc. And they've been predicated around businesses, around uh, t-shirt clothing lines, around whatever it is, whatever my ideas have been, whatever pursuits I've been after, whatever things I've accomplished in my life, whatever 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 endeavor I've been engaged with that has been something that I've been very passionate about. I've almost always had at least one or two people been cynical over that particular thing. And it's not because they're trying to, well, more often than not, it's not because they're trying to, they're not trying to discourage me. It's because they have a different idea of what I should do with my life or what I should do with my time or what talents or pursuits that I should be engaging with because whatever they think, right? In accordance with me. But the problem is, the biggest problem is they're not me. And I've I've very, very abundantly in my life argued with people to help them to see my side. That is what bears no fruit at the end of the day. Because what I have learned about people is that they're selfish. And I know this about myself too. I'm not... I'm not exempt from this category here. I'm selfish. 
But what I do know about what I'm selfish for is I'm willing to die for the things that I'm selfish for. I'm willing to die for the things that I'm inherently passionate for that are the things that I'm selfishly oriented myself, or I've selfishly oriented myself around. And the same thing goes for you. Selfish is not a bad thing when it comes to something that you know can benefit not only you, but for others in your community and for the, and it's going to leave a legacy for you. So really at the end of the day, once you get through the selfish barbed wire here, is it really selfish once it's materialized in its full stature? It's not. It's actually selfless. But in the beginning, you must be selfish. You must be obsessed. You must be tunnel visioned. You must be focused and honed in on to what you're doing. And that means omitting every outside voice or outside deterrence that's coming in conflict with your particular pursuit. You know, they often say that some that they often say that the smartest or most intelligent person at the round table in the discussion, let's say there's a round table discussion of people, the most smartest and intelligent people are the most silent. And it's probably for a couple reasons. One, they want to hear the perspectives of other people talking so they can gain an understanding of where they're coming from. And it also shows a level of competence if there was contention there. They're competent in their own ability to not only dispense a message, but to articulate their side. And they often stay silent because they know that they're adept in that particular conversation. So instead of them rambling on to talk about what they know, what they know, what they know, they want to hear other people. And so that's why they're silent. So they often don't try to talk and try to impose their presence on other people because they are confident. They don't need to do that sort of thing. And the people that are talking and yapping and, and trying to flood the flood the entire discussion with their own vernacular, it's because they have something to prove. Now, I've been on both ends of that spectrum. I've been the guy that's needed to prove, felt like he's needed to prove himself. And I've also been the guy that's been silent and not engaged because one, maybe I want to hear the other, other sides, but really at the back end here of that, I really don't need to prove anything here because I know I'm competent in this discussion. If the baton does get passed to me, well, I'm full ready and able to dispense. But I think we as people, especially we as people in our pursuit, in the trajectory of where we're going in life and what we're after in our endeavors and what we put our energy into, what we're passionate about, what we're obsessed over, what we want to materialize, I think we need to be silent in the pursuit. And I think that we need to be silent because if we contend with the outside voices or we contend with the outside elements that are there to disrupt us, trip us up, put us, put a twig in our spoke, we will pander and we will end up drawing a negative energy from that. And we will end up likely falling a couple notches down on the ladder there. That's not something that you should be willing to negotiate in your life, willing to negotiate in your pursuit because that's only there to trip you up. And that's only there to cause a stumbling block. One of which that doesn't serve you. There are stumbling blocks that are going to serve you in life. There are stumbling blocks that are going to serve you in creating yourself and refining yourself. That's not one of them. That one will only dissuade you and derail you. That one will only, only put a twig in your spoke and cause you to trip over and just get beat up for no reason. That's not something that's going to be of benefit to you. So that's why I say don't, don't engage with people like that. And in fact, if anything, 
protection yourself away from people like that. Those people, they're not adding value to your life. And you need people that are adding value to your life. You need people that believe in you. And if that's nobody, that's nobody. Be prepared to walk alone in this road for at least a while. And, you know, going back to the round table illustration, the people that are not talking, more than likely they have they don't have anything to prove. And they don't have anything to prove because at the end of the day, they know they have a weapon if they want to pull out of their pocket. And that weapon is their brain. That weapon is what they've done with their life. That weapon is their experiences, their competency. And that weapon, that can be dispensed vocally. And they know, they know this. And that's the reason why they have zero to prove. That's the reason why they keep quiet. See, they're silent, but they're deadly. And that needs to be you. That needs to be the trope over your life. When you want to engage with people that don't believe in you, that are discounting you, that are trying to dissuade you or derail you, learn how to be silent because you know that you have something deadly. You know that you have a weapon encased. You know that that weapon is your talent. You know that that weapon is not only your talent, but how you get to that talent being materialized. That's your effort, your discipline, your consistency, the entire entire ambition behind you, the entire ambition that propels you forward every day. You know that you have that within you. So there's no reason to dispense with people or rather dispense with things or contend with things even that don't deliver any value to your life. If anything, try to derail you. You need to be absolutely aware of this and you need to be understanding that even though people don't mean harm innately, that's what they're delivering. And if it's not of benefit to you, it's not a resource to you. Unless you go on the opposite end of the spectrum where you're using the, the discouraging nature of somebody and the, and, the, and, the, and the cynicism of somebody to catapult you further with motivation. I mean, if that's how you work, then that's how you work. Then yeah, definitely use that as a tool for your onward trajectory. But I would say it's easier to remove people like that, to remove circumstances like that so that you have the best possible opportunity to optimize your position to optimize your endeavor. Apart from that, it's just going to derail you, I think. In fact, no, I don't think. I know. So do your due diligence when it comes to people, when it comes to associating yourself with certain people, accruing certain networks of people, even allowing certain women in your life, men and women allowing certain men in your life. Because oftentimes men can be just as toxic as women. Now, there takes a lot of maturity in being silent. There takes a lot of back and forth argumentation for you to finally adopt the notion of being silent and being selective with where you argue, being selective with what you contend with. But one thing's for sure, you never debate or negotiate your stance with your passion. You never debate or negotiate the pursuit that you're after. You never debate or negotiate with people that are only ill-willed towards you. You don't even give them energy. In fact, you remove them. Done.